Hi, I'm Dupri Strutt, I'm uh, a mechanic at uh, Kirkwall uh, Lifeboat Station here. I've uh, been in, on the crew for 31 years. Um, first joined uh, when I was 17, uh, when my, my father, uh, who was the mechanic before me, uh, uh, insisted that I follow in his footsteps. When we first came up, up to Orkney, uh, it was with the old 70-foot lifeboat and I was about three months old and um, the first introduction I had to the lifeboat was uh, being carried inside my father's boiler suit. There was no such things as baby carriers then, it was just stuffed in, uh, in the boiler suit and uh, walked around the engine room and, uh, and took, taken around the boat. Uh, basically grown up with the, with the boats all the way through uh, up to my teens and on then on to, as a volunteer. First job I usually got was uh, polishing brass. Uh, that was my father's pet hate. He hated polishing brass, so I got all the jobs of that. Usually for uh, two pence or five pence a bit of brass that I polished again for my pocket money. Uh, and um, took on from there. Um, Grew up with uh, the sound of the Maroons, going back years, and uh, being telephoned, the phone ringing two, three o'clock in the morning, and my father running out. Uh, so it was a natural progression for myself. Uh, I then took on the the job when he retired, and uh, never looked back. Loved the job. Uh, been uh, on all three uh, boats that's been stationed here at Kirkwall. We started off with the Clyde class. We're in Aran for 10 years and uh, now we've got seven. It's a passion and it's a, yeah, it's a way of life. It's certainly not a nine to five job. It's, it certainly has its advantages. Um, if it's a nice day and uh, the grass is a bit long, you can nip home for five minutes, cut the grass. But it has its disadvantages at two o'clock, three o'clock on a winter's night when you're, uh, you get paged and would try to get away within 20 minutes. You don't know what you're going to. Sometimes it could be something small in the harbour or it could be a big cargo boat uh, 40, 50 miles out uh, to sea. Um, you just don't know and that's the beauty of the other job itself. Unknown to ourselves, uh, there is a connection between myself and my wife with the lifeboats and long before we, we met each other my wife was born in 69 uh, she was born the day that the long hope lifeboat the one that was lost the families were buried uh, and it was their funeral day and my wife was over in Thurshall she happened to be the um, uh, her mother was living in Scrabstar when the upturned hull of the long hot boat was towed in, it's a fate or whatever you would like to call it that we both met and we're both in, we both share an experience of life but life when we're very very young again. She's uh, she's fully behind me with uh, me well that my wife is uh, she's fully behind me with uh, the way that we we um, live. She knows that. 
hopefully in a few years time I'll get my time back uh, and off the PHR and um, we'll spend time together and be able to actually go for long walks, long cycles without me looking for the nearest exit for how to get back or um, making sure that I've got the car keys or if I've got uh, an escape avenue of getting back to the boat quickly uh, because nobody makes an appointment for us. You can and uh, when you actually bring somebody's kid back alive, you know you've made a bit of a difference. I have to make sure that the boat is ready and all its equipment is ready to go at a drop of a hat. Um, and that means working my way through, I've got planned maintenance folders, uh, there's, every, everything has to be checked over, make sure it works. It's a never ending cycle. Uh, you start at one end of the, of the book, you work your way through the book, it tells you what pieces of equipment the, and the periodicity of uh, the maintenance that needs to be done. and it's pride. Again, I want it not only to function, but I want it to look good as well. The public come along, they see the boat, they see you looking after it, because again, it's the public's boat. It's it's a very hand-in-hand uh, -hand, um, occupation. I like to make sure that everything is good, everything is right. So if it's if it's right, then it will work. It could make the difference between getting there and saving a life and not getting there and not saving that life. So um, on my conscience, I have to do the best job I can just so that we can make a difference sometimes to somebody's life again. Uh, in the time that I've been here, uh, we have had the odd occasion where every second counts. Uh, we had one where a boat started taking on water and the guy was able to step from the boat as it sunk underneath him straight onto the deck of the lifeboat. Uh, had we, he not done that, uh, he probably would not be here today. So it's it's incumbent on me to make sure that I do my job to the best of my ability. I always say to the new guys coming into the station that um, you're volunteering to become part of the lifeboat. What you put in you'll get out. If you put little in, you'll get little out. You put a lot in, you'll get a lot out of it. And uh, it's and it holds true. You can we've got guys, some of the, one of the best navigators on the on the crew here, never been to sea in his life. And uh, he self taught. We taught him how Darnley want the navigation to be done and he's got it all up on the heat and he can do the navigation just brilliantly. You can, in fact, you can do it sometimes a wee bit better than some of the professional guys who go to sea for a living. However, you can, he takes great pride in making sure that he does it correctly to the analyzed standard uh, and um, he really enjoys it. And we, cannot, we tend to get good job satisfaction out of teaching the guys, bringing guys on especially guys that haven't been to sea. You can, we're very lucky up here because the uh, majority of the crew are professional mariners. And uh, I, I really kind of take my hat off to the guys that um, we have a quite a close affinity to the Coast Guard helicopter. It was based up in Shetland. 
and we do a lot of our work with them. Uh, I have a very, very healthy respect for anybody who can hang from a wire, from a helicopter, down onto a ship. I don't mind stepping from our ship, well, our boat, onto a ship, but I wouldn't hang from a wire. I've, we've done a couple of helicopter exercises, and I'm usually the last to stick my hand up with that one because uh, I don't like uh, don't like heights, and uh, so I really, I really have healthy respect to these guys as well. And it's it's all teamwork. Hello, it's Jack Lowe from the Lifeboat Station Project here. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices. Or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.